Will you guys chill out? I'm trying to do a podcast. You are now sitting in quarantine with us, and it just so happens that it is located in Section 312. In today's Section 312, we may not have live sports, but we have been saved thanks to the NFL. It's been crazy all day. I've been working. I've been getting notifications left or right. And it's a nice little escape from reality. So we break down the free agent frenzy and the QB carousel. We have an all-new Sneedlers list live back in Section 312. We have yes, Matt's sir. moment whenever he joins. We'll get into that. We bring back another rendition of Fame or Fraud, plus an all-new segment, which is only going to last as long as all of us are either alive, still doing this podcast, or the coronavirus <laughs> ends first. So whichever one ends first, that's how long it's going to go to. But... We got that all new segment. It is called Drew's Doomsday Journal. Well, we have former host and creator of the podcast, Drew Miller, live in the midst of the coronavirus, giving his day to day take on life through his eyes. We have an all new starting five things to do or things to have during a quarantine, like we are in right now. Uh, it's going to be pretty uh, hostile, I believe, in this starting five because it's going to fly off the shelves. I'm but, already ready to. I'm already ready to hurt. So, before we all get hurt, this episode of the podcast is brought to you guys by our friends Thrive Fantasy. Uh, what can I tell you about Thrive Fantasy? Well, I can tell you that they're in the uh, App Store and they're a sports betting app. But we have no sports right now, so there's not really. Ooh, excuse me. Anything to really bet on? Uh, I guess. I wonder what the over-under is for, like, months that the coronavirus passes. I wonder if you can do that kind of prop bets. But they are a prop bet app. You can download them from the App Store, Thrive Fantasy, or go to thrivefantasy.com. And when you sign up, enter our code SEC312 for an instant match on your first deposit of $10. You deposit 10 put our code in SEC312, and they're going to give you 10 as well. You can bet on prop bets, overs, unders, uh, point values, Who's gonna win? Like, go check them out. Thrive Fantasy. All right, guys. Um, was this week two that we've been in the midst of a recession here from this virus? So, mm-hmm. NFL free agency though, it is taking us away from what's going on in the real world right now, and so many people have signed. Uh, what has been your biggest surprise of the day so far? Before we start to get into some of these deals, I think the ob- I think the obvious one yeah. is four letters, and that is TB12. That is nuts. Yeah, mind blowing. He wants to go join you, Sneed. <laughs> I guess down there in Tampa. I just I just don't really understand. I guess we can go into it later, but just. I don't know why he would go to Tampa of all teams, but so yeah, yeah. it's a little fifty-fifty for me. I I see the receiver side, but I don't know if they're good enough defensively or offensive line-wise to really yeah. feel great about it. No running backs, no offensive line, and no defense. And Tom Brady says, "Sign me up." Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're all in an agreement here that the Tom Brady news and nothing's been officially, you know, announced yet for the price or anything yet. I don't believe, but at least, at least 30 mil, they said roughly, roughly 30 mil. But I think the reason why he's doing it is because the Super Bowl next year is supposed to be in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. 
and no home team has ever been in the home stadium for a Super Bowl. So he's yeah. going to try and be he's, he's trying to add on to his legacy almost, I feel, and he's going to go to Tampa and take that team to a Super Bowl. He'll be lucky enough just to make the play like scratch in in the top 7, let alone win the Super Bowl. Cuz you got to remember the Buccaneers have to play the Saints in their Twice. in their in their own division. So that's like that's problem number one. And then problem number two is the rest of the NFC that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are gonna have to take part in. So I mean the Tom Brady news going to Tampa is big because that means Jameis Winston is basically getting the boot. Where do you oh. think uh well Jameis Winston is he what kind of money do you think he's gonna get? What's his market value? I mean, you'd have to think probably if Ryan Tannehill can get 118 mil from Tennessee, I mean, you'd have to think that Winston would be somewhere around that ballpark, right? <laughs> He's going to be a little south because he yeah, turns like the ball over too much. much. He, yeah. he turns it over too much. I mean, he won't be up to that level. Tannehill, you know, really played out of his mind in a great at a great time for him. Um, It'll be interesting. I think the Chargers would be a good fit, you know, if they don't end up being able to get a draft pick or being able to get, you know, into a spot to draft somebody. Um, you know, and then be interesting to see what our Bears do. So the Chargers, right? He could go to the Chargers now that Philip Rivers is gone. Philip Rivers signed with the Colts, right? It's a one-year, twenty-five yeah. million dollar deal. So yep. where do they go from Jacoby Brissett? You think he just sits back and studies a little bit, and this is literally just a one-year? Let's sell some tickets with Philip Rivers, and then next year Jacoby's back in the role of starter. Or? I mean, probably uh, it's probably up to. I mean, probably up to Brissett. I mean, it is a one-year deal, so it is it is kind of odd yeah um, but i could see them maybe you know you, you might be able to try to try to ship them off somewhere you know if you can get if you can get a draft pick for percent even if it's you know a late round draft pick is that better than having him sit on your bench yeah i see the but, Colts looking for oh my bad no I was just, sorry but like the tricky thing is too is that they traded away their first round pick too, the thirteenth overall pick, which a lot of people right. thought they were going to use on a QB. So Jaco- yeah, for sure. So Jacoby Brissett, he's going to just sit there for now. Philip Rivers is going with the Colts. Other just small deals right now. I saw Jordan Howard going to the Dolphins, two years, mm-hmm. ten million dollars. The Dolphins have been signing people because they're just bad. Uh, I do. Well, they th- got a lot of money to spend too. Yeah, because they got they got rid of everybody. But I mean, they're probably going to go after Tua in the draft to, to try and fill quarterback needs like. that way. Um, you mentioned the Bears trying to get in, maybe you know for like Jameis or something like that. Um, Cam Newton. Yeah, I w- I've been saying it for a while. I want Cam Newton in a Bears uniform. I said that, what, what like week six? I said that to you guys? I mean, Bridgewater deal really opens the door. You know, it would be interesting. Um, I've heard a couple possibilities of sending Burton and Mitch, maybe trying to send both of them to level the money off a little bit. You know, and then we would maybe get a draft pick and sending a couple players, you know, like a late-round pick, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I I would definitely give up the second-round pick for Cam Newton. Um, 
Probably a little more. I mean, the Bears also, they went out, they got Jimmy Graham. How do you guys feel about this move? Because I, I really don't like it at all. I hate I like, it. I like it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I, mean, why, I, mean, why, I mean, why not? Like, Rodgers, Rodgers doesn't really like throwing the tight ends anyway that aren't named Richard Rodgers. So. Sneed, can, can I tell you why not? I mean, it's your show. Do what you want. Because, in my opinion, uh, we signed a guy we didn't need. We have 15 tight ends. We have 15 tight ends on the roster. Yeah, they all stink. Why do we have 15 tight ends on the roster? Because they all stink. Well, I will say Trey Burton will be gone one way or another with with that move. I mean, it's not like they're going to keep them both. Yeah, Um, I mean, they're not going to commit that much to the tight end. Trey Burton and Shaheen will both get cut. There's no way they're gonna they're not gonna keep all of those guys around. Yeah, unless he has one year left on his rookie. I mean, that's the only way. But with Shaheen, well, but, I don't but know. So, that's how Leonard Floyd was, and they still cut him. Yeah, well, yeah, that's because they paid Robert Quinn off the ass, which I mean, we haven't talked about. Well, let's I like that. I right like that in move there too. Yeah, right into the segue. Robert Quinn, I I did like that move a lot. My dad loves it, man. He was arguing with me. No, it's great. It's great. I, I'm still a little. Uh, I guess the commitment is only three years, so it made me feel a little bit better. Like the true, you know, you can get out of it in three years. If Why you know, don't no, you like it, though? I mean, it just seems like another kind of guy that's a little old and what? had PED last year and stuff. It's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's what not, do you mean a little old? He's 29. He had 11 about and a half sacks years. last year. Yeah, he did have double-digit sacks. And that's I mean. I'm not trying to say, like, he's a bum. I mean, it's not like that. I just... I don't know. It seems like a lot for a guy that's, you know, not not great, not elite. Right, but he yeah, does but everything that he does everything that Leonard Floyd couldn't do. Yeah. Like you Leonard, know, and the thing is, I'll like Floyd was you know, never a pass it, rusher at all. They got to get something on the opposite side of Mac, you and know, that, and, and I understand to. that. Like yeah. I'm not going to argue that. That's that's a fair you know reason to do it. I mean, Mac and Robert Quinn is a nasty one-two combo. Well, it just keeps the doubles, you know, off of at least one of them. You can't double both, so it's basically like Quinn's going to get one on ones all day, and, and you, hips, know, you, you can see what he can do with that. Too. Right? Yeah, and Hicks doesn't probably doesn't get doubled now either. It's going to all go to Mac, you know. I mean, if they don't double Mac, they're crazy. So that's what I mean. It's like you're putting the offensive line in a bind with those three guys together. Yeah, so I mean, it it definitely evens it out there a little bit, but we still need. A court, uh, either a backup quarterback now because Chase Daniel is gone. He gone, signed yeah. with the Lions. That he got a, a nice contract. He got paid well, yeah, for he, what he did. He got a lot of money for a guy that doesn't play. Yeah, three years, thirteen million dollars. Drew Brees, you mentioned with the Saints, he went back, so he will be facing Brady twice a year at two years, fifty million dollars. Uh, Amari Cooper. Let's talk about this Dallas situation. Um, Dak doesn't get paid. He gets franchise tagged for one more year. And Amari Cooper gets his contract, five years, $100 million. So they lock down Zeke, and they lock down Amari, but they're not locking down Dak. Well, they just couldn't. Yeah, I think it was a good way to do it. They would have tagged Amari Cooper if it wasn't for the new CBA. Because mm-hmm. you could only tag, each team can only tag one person right now. Right, but I mean, normally you would want to pay your quarterback, right? And I'm just trying to figure out why Dak is turning down 33 million that they offered him. Like, does he really think well, he's going to get 40 million? Here's the thing, though. Like, 
if you're Dak, the quarterback market price always just skyrockets every offseason. So it's not like it's going to be the worst thing for him if he goes out and has another productive year and let's say like some other guy like you know some other guys have great years next year. It's only going to make the quarterback market just insanely higher priced. Yeah, top 5 quarterback money is huge. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying like if Dak continues to perform and let's say you have people like Mariota who if they have a bounce back year next year like if these other guys start start uh, performing well it's only going to make teams want to pay more money for quarterbacks, and that's only going to make Prescott more valuable. I'm glad you brought that up because Mariota, he signed with the Raiders. He's Now, is he going to be a backup to Carr, or do you think he might win the starting spot over Carr? I don't think he'll win the spot. I think, I think the only way Mariota starts is if they trade Carr. Do you, where do you see them on the Carr tr- uh, trading block here? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what what his market would be. That teams what what teams would give up for him. Oh, oh. I will say I don't think Carr is going to go now that Brady went to Tampa Bay. I mean that's just my opinion, but that's also like I I don't see the Raiders trading him. I'm just saying like if they do, but having Mario yeah. as a backup would not be a would not be a bad move. Right. At all. Right. Yeah. I think that was kind of the contingency. Like they would move Carr if they could get Brady. But I think you know now that that's over with. They're going to kind of stand pat with Mariota and him. Mariota's a nice backup and a guy you can wildcat and do things with. You know, I like that fit. Okay, so you mentioned all these teams, you know, they've signed people that are free agents and we've gotten some big trades. A couple of things that came in today was the Stefan Diggs to Buffalo. Yeah. So now that makes the Bears' life a little bit easier. Uh, Stefan is out his way out of the, the division. Uh, I think it was a good pickup for Buffalo. I think I personally think when he gets the ball thrown to him, he can sometimes be better than Thielen. But now Thielen oh, yeah. is the sure thing number one in Minnesota. Yeah, and I think I think the Vikings are really going to miss Stefan Diggs now. I mean, it seems like they didn't really want to use him because they had Adam Thielen. But now that you only have Thielen... I think they're really going to miss what they had. I think it's great for Diggs personally. You get a big arm quarterback that can really push it down the field to him. And I think that's one thing that would make a little bit of a difference for him this year as an as an individual player. And Gets pairing him with John ball. Brown, pairing him with John Brown is going to be nasty. Right, they can both take the top off the defense. You know, it's really hard to you know to cover that down the field. So the other big trade before we get off of the NFL free agency, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the dumb organization that we call the Texans, they just yeah. basically said, here, we're done with her. You can have her. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bill O'Brien. We never know what he's going to do next. But why? I, why did they make this move? There's something that they're not telling us that, you know, they know something that nobody else does. Uh, I think it's just another case of Bill O'Brien at his finest. Because it's not a money, it's not a money thing. Because they're only saving, they're only saving three million dollars. Because David Johnson is still going to owe, still owed nine mil, and Hopkins is making twelve and a half. So it's not a money thing, and it's not like, and they didn't even get really that much draft capital for him either. Yes, the the Vikings got more capital in Diggs than Hopkins. Exactly. 
I think I think it was just Bill O'Brien at his finest is, is personally what I think. Yeah, I heard some rumor about they didn't know how long they'd be able to keep Hopkins or something, so they, they thought they could move him that way. But I still think it's horrible. I mean, it makes no sense to get a running back that hasn't been performing well. He's and had one Cardinals good season. wanted nothing to do with it. I mean, Cardinals wanted nothing to do with him anymore. They yeah. knew Kenyon Drake was better. I mean, that's for me. If you're the Cardinals, it's a slam dunk. You're going to get your running back you want to play out there starting, and you got a top-flight receiver to go with your young quarterback. I mean, it's... And now, now you have the, you know that he's gonna sign long term in Arizona because he's gonna love it there. Um, yeah, and, well. and he's gonna become what Larry Fitz is right now to that organization. The once, yeah, the once, new yeah. guy there. So he's gonna sit there. He's gonna absorb as much as he can from Larry Fitzgerald. Study his game, develop his game a little more, and then once Larry retires, it's gonna be DeAndre's team. Yeah, which there's only one more year left for Larry, I'd imagine. You know, this is going to be kind of the last year. It'd be cool to see them together for one year. Yeah, that's a nasty one-two combo. Uh, But let's get into a quick game here. It's Famer Fraud. We're going to bring it back real quick. I'm going to just shout out a couple things here to you guys, and I just want your take, Fame or Fraud. We'll start with Jeremy for each topic, Fame or Fraud, just to go right down the line. Uh, Cam Newton. To the Patriots, is that a possibility? Fame or fraud? It's absolutely a possibility. In fact, I think the Patriots would be smart to go after a guy like Newton. Vance, fame or fraud? Um, I'm gonna go fraud, just because I think they like Stidham. I think if they're, you know, they would bring in maybe an older guy to just steady him out, in you know, order to be competition, but not necessarily be the guy. Mitch Trubisky is the starting quarterback for the Bears when sports finally return at some point. I mean, like fame for now. I mean, with you with you wording it like that, when when we come back to sports, yeah, he's going to be the starting quarterback. But when the season starts, I would imagine he's not going to be the starting quarterback. Vance, uh, I hate to say it. I just I just don't have faith in the Bears organization, man. So fame, they probably will be the quarterback, but I think they should make a move, but they probably won't. Dak Prescott signs a long term deal next year. Probably, yeah. I'll go I'll go fame there. I mean, because the Cowboys, I imagine, I would imagine he's not going to the Cowboys wouldn't franchise tag him again, so he's probably going to. Like, he'd probably go somewhere. I'll give it fame with the Cowboys. I think he'll be back there. I think he likes being there. I don't think it's a problem like that. I think it's just, you know, they're trying to level out the, the salary cap and make it work. You know, there'll be a guy that can get off the books in a year and, you know, be able to get him his money and get him taken care of. I think it's just a matter of time. And the last one, Jameis Winston to the Chargers. Um, probably fame. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I brought it up earlier, so I definitely think fame. I think of all the teams left, it's the team that makes the most sense. Like, I just don't think they're going to have the draft capital to go get anybody. I don't think anybody's really left on the market that would be a, a guy you would rather have. 
you know, I just I think that's going to end up, you know, being their, you know, who they end up with or where the, where they, you know, find their best fit. I mean, unless they can get Cam Newton, I guess. Right. Yeah, that is true. I think those are the two quarterbacks left on the market. And you would obviously want kind of Cam Newton 1A and Jameis 1B. You know, I don't think there's a big difference, but there is a little bit of a difference. All right, guys, and that was all I had for you for Famer Fraud. But we could jump into another segment. It is Sneedler's List. Jeremy, you're finally back live. We enjoyed the list last week. What list you? you got for us this year? We did. I did. I don't know if Vance did because he. I don't know if he listened through, but <laughs> low, I did. Low key, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Hey, at least okay. he's honest. <laughs> at least okay. he's honest. I did. I did a uh, uh, top ten pizza toppings last week. Oh, something a little lighthearted, you know. Did you have chicken in there? I did. Oh, a lot yeah. of meat. You're, you're my of, kind of guy. A lot of meats. I like yeah, chicken I on my pizza, low key. Lot, I, don't, I of, think people think it's weird. No, so chicken. Hey, chicken's fire on pizza. Yeah, that's great. A little barbecue. And I did. I did a meatball as the as my favorite uh, topping there. Interesting. All right. <laughs> he yeah. says exactly. interesting. So sticking sticking with a little bit of, of lighthearted things and with some relevance here. I figure we're not going to talk. I'm not going to talk sports since there's not uh, there's not really anything going on. So for tonight's Sneedler's list or today's Sneedler's list, whenever wherever you are, um, we're going with the uh, top ten things to keep you occupied during this during this quarantine. And uh, getting us started at number ten, I have. Throwback sports. While we can't watch live sports or any of that uh, fun stuff, why not take a look back at what used to be? Watch some of the old March Madnesses, watch some 30 for 30s, reminisce a little bit on the good old days when we had sports in our lives. At number nine, I'm going with listen to podcasts like this one. You could listen to all of the archived Section 312 podcasts or check out a new podcast. That's a way to kill some time during this quarantine. Learn some stuff. You know, that's that's always fun. Number eight on Sneedler's list this week. We're going with reading. I know. Reading. But hey, why not? We're under quarantine. There's only so many video games you can play, so many shows to watch. Why not take the time to read a book? If you're in a nice area like I am, you can sit out in the sun, get your tan on, read a book. Why the hell not? That comes in at number eight. At number seven of things to pass the time during the quarantine, I have cooking. Maybe this is the time where you can bust out that dirty old cookbook you have and try out some new recipes. Why not? You have nowhere else to go. I guess you could order food, but then you still got to wait for it to show up. And some places you got to be careful about how close you get to people. And it's like, eh, you might as well just make your own food. So that comes in at number seven. At number six, I have talked to people as a list. If you're someone like me, whose family is halfway across the country, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and talk to them or talk to some old pals. Why not? Like I said, you got nothing else to do. You're quarantined. Talk to some people. Talk about life. I don't know. Get philosophical. Who cares? Just do something like that. So to get us started, recap at the beginning of my list this week. Throwback sports, listening to podcasts, reading and cooking, and talking to people are the beginning of my list of things to do during quarantine. Now into the top five, I have cleaning. If you're someone like me, and I know cleaning, you're thinking, ugh, that's lame. Well, 
first of all, it's kind of a necessity right now with this thing called the coronavirus going around. So you want to, you know, while you can keep yourself clean, you know, you want to make sure that you keep everything else clean from all the filthy animals out there. You know, put some music on. You want to sip some wine while you clean. You know, and make make it make some fun out of it. And number four, listening to music. I know we were talking before the show started. You got plenty of new albums coming out. You got Rich the Kid. You've got Lil Uzi Bird. You've got The Weeknd, Sam Hunt. You've got all sorts of different music. Plus, go back in time, listen to all sorts of stuff. That's an easy way to pass the time as well. Number three, easily uh, what a lot of people are probably doing during this time, and that is watching movies. Watching movies is a way to pass the time during quarantine there take a risk on some movie you've always said you wanted to see but it's just sitting in your netflix list for years catching up or picking up dust watch that movie maybe there's a three hour long movie that you're like ah i just don't have the time to watch it i know that's how i am with a lot of movies i'm gonna watch it but it's super damn long well now's the time you got all the time in the world watch watch a damn movie and number two i've got video games i know i was mentioning it earlier but Video games, an easy way to kill the time. I know I am picking up MLB The Show 20. It's coming in the mail tomorrow. That is how I'm going to be spending a lot of my time during quarantine. Number one on my list of things to do while we are in quarantine, it should have been an easy answer. That's binge watch TV. I'm currently in the middle of watching Superstore. I've been rattling through seasons on there. Love that show. My roommate said, well, what are you going to do next after you finish that show? I'm like, huh, probably start another one. You know, simple. But that's how I'm going to try to get through quarantine. And I think that's how you should get through quarantine as well. So you're watching Superstore right now. I don't even know what that is. Um, oh, it's so good. Vance and I, though, we've been binge watching shows. Let's go. <clears throat> We so I brought it up last week. My girl made me and her sit down and we watched this uh, Love is Blind. And she's like, hey, you want to watch this Love is Blind? I was like, eh, not really, but sure, I will. Um, so she put it on and I got hooked, right? And mm-hmm. I kind of described it last week. It was like Survivor, Jersey Shore, and The Bachelor all together. Like yeah. if they all got in a room and had a crazy one night stand and had a yeah, it, child. yeah, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah, let's dive into it. You gotta watch it. Love is blind. Ten guys, ten girls. They go into these pods, and they're like blind dating. There's a wall between these pods. You can't see anybody. You know they're talking and. The guy get married or get proposed to and agree to getting engaged in order to see the people that propose to them. So, Vance, you watched the show all the way through. I did, too. Yes, uh, sir. What was the craziest part of the show from your perspective? Okay. Um, now, if you were talking one individual moment, it's got to be the fight between the... the uh, the guy who was previously gay, now he wasn't anymore. I can't remember his name. I don't want Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlton and Diamond. I, I want to say their names. I don't want to be that guy. But yeah, their their whole fight and explosion was still probably the best individual moment. It was awesome. You know, had everything you want and more. Drinks thrown, insults, you know, slammed. I mean, it was amazing. Um, you know, now I think the whole getting married element and where they all had to go down the aisle at the end. 
I thought was a little extreme if we're talking about the show as a whole and seeing that happen five times over and feeling like you knew at least two to three of them were going to go badly. And I, that, I, mean, I was, was just like, waiting for one of them. To, that was what I was hoping. I was like, I want her to say no. Yeah, like like I knew at least two of them were gonna go bad. It's like you know, if Jessica said yes to this short guy, I would you know lose my mind. Okay, so no, Jessica, you can tell she's not into him. You Jessica, know, it would just be wrong. Jessica is a thirty-four-year-old cougar, and uh, Mark was the twenty-four-year-old fitness instructor, and Jessica was from Rock my, Falls. Shout out Rock Falls. <laughs> yeah, they were both from Illinois. Um, Jessica was an alcoholic. She always had to drink in her hand. Always. Always had to drink in her hand. It's like she had to drink in order to tolerate her uh, fiance. What about the bachelorette party? Bro, she was sloshed. She was a slopopotamus. <laughs> slopopotamus. She was so drunk, she couldn't even talk. She was like, oh, 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 holding on to people like they were walls. It was amazing. Is that how she got signed up for that show? I don't know, but she so. she almost got her ass kicked like three times. Yeah, uh, by the ex military chick. You could tell. She yeah, to the ex military girl was about to just mess her up, and she was getting <laughs> sloppy, and she wouldn't sleep with her fiance, so her fiance was getting pissed. So, <laughs> so when she was really drunk, she basically came out and said that she was in love with. The ex military's uh, girl's fiance, and he's like, "What?" And he got all pissed she, off. He said, "She said, quote unquote, like he's hot as fuck, like just straight to him, like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's, hot, he's hot as fuck." He was like, "What? <laughs> what?" He instantly walked out. Like, do you think that's a game? Do you think that's funny to me? And oh she was like, God. "Baby, all drunk, baby." baby. <laughs> It was amazing. Baby, baby. I'm like, oh, you can't say baby after that. It's over. <laughs> it was amazing, though. It was. It was but like, he stayed with I her. I love the arguments. So he oh, stayed yeah, he, with her he all the way with... until the end. He said, I who do. The, he said, who, I do. Who were the people? I I saw one clip of it. Who who was the lady who, like, she was in the kitchen yelling at this the scrub dude. Oh, she was kind of hot. She was Giannina? kind of hot. She was like, you don't make me. She basically said he had terrible sex. Yeah, that was Giannina. That's Gigi and Damien. That, that was probably like, my favorite couple, I would say. If I had to pick one couple, that was my favorite. By the He's end. like, you said it was the best of your life. And she's like, uh, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you notice I don't say it's amazing? <laughs> That's what she said. Just for the record, I have reached out to Damien to try and get him on the show. Because that would be a great interview. Just to just get some insight on, like, back up. Uh, backstage you know reality after the show you know are they all cool with each other you know what are some things that we didn't see like uh, apparently he's still with her i thought that was pretty amazing yeah you watched the reunion part yeah okay so basically we they got all the way to the end and they had a reunion so basically we learned that the show was taped a year and a half previous yeah then the reunion a while so they took forever to take the show, and then the reunion, they come back, and Jessica still looks terrible for a thirty-four-year-old. I keep in mind, like she looks like she's got like crow's feet under her eyes. She looks like a walking skeleton. It's because of the alcohol, man. She looks like an alcoholic. 
Hey, I think she's hot. I mean, I'm not going to say she's ugly. It's just that <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> she comes, they're back on the uh, reunion, and Amber still tries to fight her at the reunion. Oh, yeah, they were ready to throw, throw down. Like she had, because she had seen the show and she started tripping. Like she, once she saw the show and she knew she was really after her man, she was like, you know, like basically like, bitch, if I knew I would have knocked you out, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was, awesome. yeah. it was crazy. They start going at it. It was awkward. You had the people that you like Kenny and Kelly who said no to each other at the uh, well, altar sitting her. right next. Yeah. But you, all the women said no, really. Well, I mean, most of them. So they said no, but they put them right next to each other. You you get what I'm saying? Like Kenny and Kelly, right. it's got to be two that were right next to each other. That's right. Yeah, the other ones that didn't work out, they flipped them across each other. That had to be just so awkward. They I noticed they didn't they didn't ask Mark hardly anything. Right, because they didn't want him to bitch. Probably <laughs> he would have got upset. You watch Rick but and Morty. Uh, not, I've seen some episodes. I'm not like, I haven't watched a lot. Of okay. Them, you know, the Jessica in there. Yeah. And Morty's yes. always like, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. 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 <laughs> that's what Jeremy. That's what he was yeah, like. yeah. Jeremy, yeah. because you haven't really watched the show. That's the best, uh, analogy I can list. use is that Mark list. was going yeah. to Jessica. Like Morty goes to Jessica. It's like, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. Uh, yeah. I'm getting there. Like I said, I got, I gotta finish up Superstore first, and then then I'll probably get to it. That in the circle, like I, those are shows so, I definitely want to watch. There's, I'm not going you, out of my way to watch them yet. Did you notice that Diamond had to put on at least thirty lbs? I did. Okay, I'm like I'm not crazy, right? Like she put on some poundage, like. <laughs> Yeah, it was like yeah, damn. She, like you look like a different person. Like yeah. I'm not a small person. I'm not trying to hate. You know, you no, fine. no. She definitely she didn't look bad. She just looked different. Way she different. definitely looks different. like she doesn't. She's not a lovable anymore. She's not. Yeah, a, yeah. She's not a bulls dancer anymore. <laughs> yeah, like she's not a professional basketball dancer. She must not have made the team or something. Something yeah, happened. Like, yeah, it did not it's either that or she's down in Jerry Reinsdorf. Send her down to the G League. So she's doing. <laughs> so I don't know what's up. Slumming it for the Windy City Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, she did, but she did get an apology from Carlton. Carlton. He he went back into the pool to get the ring that he threw when they were having the fight, and he called her out for her wit, for ring. her weave, fuck a ring, for her weave. He's like, "Your weave, you know," and she's like, "What?" She threw the champagne oh. in his face, oh. so they kind of apologized at the reunion. So that was, you know, good on his part. She told him, "Wait, are you waiting for the next dick?" And then he said, "Yeah, you'll be waiting for your weave to be sliding. Like he's been sliding <laughs> since I met you." That <laughs> was pretty crazy stuff. So they're going at it. You gotta you guys gotta watch it. We're gonna stop ranting about it and get back to our show here. Uh so quarantine, love is blind, TV show, Sneedler's list, gave you a bunch of ideas, so you should have plenty of things. Uh I don't think he mentioned though to listen to section three one two because that's always a nece- uh, necessity. I did. I, I, I said, was listen to podcasts. I said like this one, and I even said you could go back in the archives and listen to other shows. I did hear that before I took a piss. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Jessica. 
Oh, Jessica. So that Sneedler's <laughs> list you, was Jessica. brought to you guys by our friends at Karaoke Adventure. I don't know what kind of karaoke is going to be going on right now in the midst of the quarantine, but they may come over and just serenade you if you're lonely. He was not mentioned on the Sneedler's list. I know that for a fact. Karaoke Adventure. Do you want the best entertainment around besides Section 312? Well, how about Karaoke Adventure? Karaoke Adventure provides the DJ and karaoke for any occasion, guys, even quarantine, even martial law. Martial law goes into effect. Call Karaoke Adventure. They do birthday parties, family gatherings, block parties, a night with friends. Karaoke Adventure, they bring everything to you, the PA, the mics, the TV, and the lighting, all wiped down with Lysol, no Wuhan, no coronavirus coming whatsoever. They're all safe. They're all clean equipment. They've been doing it for over 30 years of experience. You can contact Eric St. Michael's today at 773-732-6597. Go follow them on Facebook at Karaoke Adventure at Facebook.com today. Whew. So you know still, you, can, you know what you can sing is the indoor song from SpongeBob. That'll be the karaoke song. I have no idea what you're talking about. Indoors, indoors. When SpongeBob keeps breaking his butt, he gets put on like house arrest, and then they try to convince him to go back outside. And he's like, "Why would I do that when I can stay indoors?" And he starts like singing. So that sounds way too modern to me. Too modern. This is when we were kids. So we're still, we're still, we're still missing Matt, guys. Right? He's not here. What happened to him? I didn't get into it. He is just, you know, hanging out, being a genius. Uh, he is trying to set up a live stream for his church, so they can relay their masses for people that aren't able to go to church. So he's trying to become a, a millionaire and create a, a self uh, streaming service for churches and you know masses and gatherings like that to go and worship look at him him being a good boy look at that yeah good soul so we're just gonna doing church question like are they doing church still no no it's all closed closed. i mean i was thinking i mean it's more than 10 people so we're not gonna have a mats moment this week Instead, well, that is Matt's moment, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that is basically one shining moment right there. Yeah, that is basically uh, Matt's moment, but it is time for the ball guy of the week. And this ball guy of the week goes out to Roger Mayweather, uncle of Floyd Mayweather. Rest in peace. He was a, a legendary boxing trainer. Um, he was a two-weight world champion in 72 professional fights. Uh, Roger Mayweather will be missed. Floyd going through his tough time right now. Hanging in there, champ. Ball guy of the week, Roger Mayweather. And now it is time for another new segment alert. All right. Uh, former creator and host of the podcast, Drew Miller. The new segment is called Drew's Doomsday Journal, which is going to break down the daily aspects of life with no sports and closings of all of our things that are fun in our society. Uh, We're going to take it day by day, Drew's Doomsday Journal, from his perspective during the quarantine.
Apocalypse Update, Day 5, we're going to start this daily video diary, chronicling the madness as we work through it. Day 0, the day the earth stood still, Rudy Gobert. Patient 0 in the public eye, or at least the Twitter sphere. Uh, and ever since then, it's kind of been a fucking shit road downhill down a fucking icy mountain with no brakes in an 18-wheeler. We're on day five. NFL free agency is alive, which I guess is the lone positive here. All the produce is gone from stores. Toilet paper is in immense shortage. And honestly, the gyms are closing. And if that isn't the worst fucking thing in the world, I don't know. I mean, shit, might as well get coronavirus at this point. So we'll probably be doing more Chronicle Logs starting, I think, daily. But day five in the books, time to hunker down with some New Amsterdam and Warzone and ride this bitch out. All right, coronavirus pandemic. It was day six, March 17th, 2020. <sighs> they took away my gym tonight, folks. Got in earlier, got a fat quad pump in. They took away my gym. No more benching. No more bicep curls for the girls. Hell fuck, no more legs. I'm gonna resent the fuck out of this. The last lift that it was a fucking calf raise. This is truly a sad day. Got my at-home desk set up. We're gonna be entering tomorrow. We'll be today was day one, so tomorrow will be day two of at-home life. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do at this point. The boredom is going to rise. We did a Zoom meeting today to drink for St. Patrick's Day. I mean, this is this is this is going to shit. Tom Brady going to the Bucks, fucking cream school jerseys. I mean, shows you that anything is possible in the midst of this shit. This is madness. I don't know what to do. Things are running low. Not supplies, but morale. And we're only at day 2, really of this diary. So, I can only imagine the content's going to get better through all the rest of these days because goddamn, this is fucking terrible. So enjoy my misery as we move through these next couple of weeks. But I hope at least my misery can be a positive for some other people. So signing out, day six, March 17th, 2020. They took my gym. And that was that new segment, Drew's Doomsday Journal. Catch back here every week to figure out what he does next. It's going to be crazy until sports comes back, guys. I'm already bored. Sneed, I, we didn't get to get your take on it because you work for a professional organization. Like, how is your daily work routine that you're not Dude. even in the office? Like, what do they have you doing? Well, right now, I mean, well, like, shout out to to everyone in, in, in professional baseball, especially uh, the race because they're they're keeping us busy they're they're still paying us like we're we're just working from home uh basically but i mean that was something they didn't have to do you know i i, I didn't know what exactly they were gonna do and so that first of all i just want to say like shout out to them because that that is that makes this whole journey a little bit more easier basically i mean for me what we what we've been doing really is just trying to you know 
come up with ways to liven up our our social media, like keep people still you know interested in, in baseball, obviously. And uh, a big thing we've been we've been discussing is uh, like re-airing uh, broadcasts of some of the bigger games, just uh, just stuff like that, and even like some some stuff to possibly get ready for when the season inevitably comes back. So, we're all getting bored here. We're Same. losing everything. The gyms are closing, so we're all going to get fatter than we already are. Yeah. It's just depressing times, man. Like, everything's being closed. And I get, you know, the precautions. Everything's got to close, and we're not going to have sports for a while. But now they're talking this may last until August. So, already then, you'd have to go. I would just say you go and cancel the MLB season, you know, you're not just going to play September, October and go into the postseason like that. It's like that mode, it's the playoff mode in, uh, in the show. Everyone always laughs at that mode. Now, now this is when you need it. Yeah, it's real life playoff <laughs> mode. There's no season. We skip right, right to playoff mode. So what are we going to do besides just starting fives every week? And breaking down just top stories in sports. And this week, our starting five for our quarantine, we get five items, boys. Five. Five items that you can take inside the quarantine. Once you take them, nobody else can have them. It's just like the supermarkets and superstores right now. Everything is flying (laughs) off the shelf. Superstore. First come, first serve, bitch. But I want to let you guys know, right? Because you guys have gone to Walmart or a store and you've seen how everything's gone. I was in there today. I was in Walmart. It was depressing. But you know what's not depressing? The alcohol aisle. It's fully yeah. stocked. It's fully stocked. That's what I was getting. That's where I was at. So that's how you know people aren't panicking because the alcohol aisle is still fully stocked. True. It could be worse. So starting five items for quarantine. Vance, I'm thinking of the number between one and a hundred and eighty thousand. Hundred and eighty thousand. Uh, I'm gonna try hard. I'm gonna take twenty three. Jeremy, you have a vast decision here. Are you going to take twenty two or are you gonna take twenty four? <laughs> twenty four. Well, the number was ten. So, Vance, <laughs> where do you want to go? <laughs> Where do I want to go? I'll go number one. Fuck it. All right. I will go back to back at number three, which means, Jeremy, you are in the middle. Vance. Terrific. Let's get it. All right. Number one, I'm going to take my cell phone. I feel like that's going to be so popular for everyone else. Okay. Even though I'm not a huge cell phone person. I forgot to mention this when we started. Keep in mind, you do have electricity. You do have water already in your quarantine zone. And whenever you choose your your item, you can have like an infinite amount of supply. Okay? Oh. So, so, if, you mean, so if it's it like one... Something a little different? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> you know, a cell phone works, right? Because you have unlimited data, unlimited all that, right? So that's cool. But I'm saying, like, if you choose, like, a banana 
as your item, like the food choice, you know, that you would want, you have, you can always have those because you could door, da- uh, door dash that. Hell yeah, I had a banana this morning. Unlimited bananas. <laughs> okay, so Vance, you chose a phone. Jeremy, where are you at? Uh, give me a TV. Okay. Woo-hoo! Okay, you got a TV, but you got nothing for the Please. TV right now. You just got a Blaine TV and basic so you don't get ca- You don't get cable? You said you have electricity. You don't get cable? You, do, you, do, you, do you have a cable box? You just got a TV right now. Do you have bunny ears? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of quarantine is this? In 1920? What the hell are you talking you about? You only get five, <laughs> you get five items, all right? Um, so for my first item of choice, I'm going to have to take the toilet paper from you guys. Right, because I got <laughs> I gotta wipe my butt, so I'm taking toilet paper. Um, my second item is I'm going to go with case of case of water. I heard there were twelve dollars at Target. I'm like, what the hell? No, I went to Butera and I got three twenty four packs for five bucks. Well, that's good. Actually, no. I'm not taking water because I already get water. No, no too bad. All All right. It comes pick. out of your sink. All right. That was, pick, you, that was your pick, you dingus. All right. <laughs> that was a pick because I don't drink tap water, though. I like bottled water. If anything happens to the tap water, I have the bottled water. So I'm taking the two essentials right now out of the way. All right. Well, to go with my TV, which apparently doesn't come with cable because Quentin's a pain in my ass. Uh, I will take my PS4 as well. Got to have entertainment in these tough times. Okay, he's got the TV. He's got the PS4. Vance. Say, don't tell me, oh, do you get Netflix with that? Because I'll come through the screen and kick your ass if that's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> you get heated every week. <laughs> I'll take my PS4. Uh, but Netflix... Separately in this scenario, but 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 you don't have a controller. What are you talking about? <laughs> you buy a PS4, it comes with controllers. You dingus. Uh, Vance, you got back to back. Shut your damn mouth. All right, I'm gonna take Chromecast. Okay, so Chrome- I can watch stuff. I mean, I guess I don't have a TV, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Actually, never mind. My next pick, I'll take a projector then, too. Since it's not a TV, but I can watch shit on it. So you got a projector, you got a phone, and you got a Chromecast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's all inter- it's all entertainment right now. I don't need to eat. <laughs> all right. then for my next pick, I will go with some... What do I want? Uh, I'll go with uh, some frozen veggies. You need some. You need some vegetables, and you need. You, know, you need some good food in these in these trying times. You've never met me, Sneed. <laughs> I have not. I don't eat vegetables. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. sometimes, but very little. Okay. Um, What's your veggie then? What do you eat? Like corn, mashed potatoes. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I'll do corn though. Yeah, corn. <laughs> Quarantined. I'm going to take the cans of baked beans. What? What is with you and baked beans? This is the second way to go. <laughs> you, you baked beans in the starting five. 
Hey, you would have done well at my stepmom's house. She made fucking baked beans every week. I'm like, oh my god, I can't handle this. Shit. Stop <laughs> making baked beans. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it was like she was trying to give us gas. I'm like, what the hell is up with her? Every meal we got baked beans. It's because um, they're cheap. Right, I guess so, man. Shit. So baked beans. You know how to make? I feel like those guys in Red Dead Redemption that sit by the campfire and just scoop it out with your hands. The baked <laughs> beans. I'm taking the baked yep. beans as my third. And the fourth one, um, I'm going to take who this is tough. What what essential do I need? Um Yeah, okay. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take a laptop. So that way I can, you know, watch streaming services off you stuff. You get your cord with it. Do you have Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah. Do you get a power cord for your laptop? Uh, yeah, I do. It comes with it. <laughs> Good. Just checking. So I'll do that. Those are my yeah. two. Right, I will go with soap. <laughs> you got to stay clean. <laughs> pretty essential yeah taking the soap all right um this is gonna be a little more fun i'm gonna take doritos you know in a time like this what kind of doritos yeah i mean i like the red ones more than the blue ones but i like the blue ones too what do you mean there's 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 different red ones (laughs) you're the only one you're the only one that i know that describes it by the color of the bag instead of the flavor you know what i mean the cheesy nacho green motherfucking one like that's the red one (laughs) he just calls them the red one Hey, but I mean, I like the the whatever the, the spicy ones are good too. But I mean, is it mind blowing that the met... chip isn't red? It's actually yellow. Yellow. It's got a bunch of red dust on it. There, <laughs> it's just the magic dust. That's all dust? Over your fingers certainly ain't yellow. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was would be funny, and I like Doritos, man. They're fucking good. Like, like, if I was like Woody, Harrel- once, like once Woody Harrelson in Zombieland, where you're like, I just need a Twinkie. <laughs> that's funny i like that part a lot especially when he shot all the twinkies up on it yeah but did you realize in that scene that there's a twinkie on the shelf <laughs> like behind. yeah but then there's yeah. like bullet in it there's like bullet in it no there's like actual whole ones in there behind on the shelf oh well. maybe he was scared i don't know um i got one more right you got one more um All right. Last one that I want. It's going to sound kind of stupid, but I like having my Apple Watch, man. I would want to have it. I don't have one. I really want to get one, though. Yeah, it's just really convenient. And, like, you know, people like the Fitbits. It has all that, and then... Ten times. But don't, you have a, but don't you have a phone? Didn't you? Didn't you ask for a phone that has time on it? Well, I guess that's true. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it wasn't necessary, but I just I don't know. It would be like a health thing too. You know what I mean? I don't know. You can check your heartbeat. You can gauge your working out and all that shit. Interesting. You for my last for my last pick, I will be selecting uh, pasta. Just as a whole? 
Well, in Quentin's world, I, I probably wouldn't be able to ask for pasta sauce. Fuck I you. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess I can't. I, I guess I can't make pasta because I won't have a pan to or a, a pot to boil the water in. So I don't. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> What's your favorite pasta, though? Just for the sake of the conversation. Um, favorite pasta probably. Um, I like a little ri- little masticcioli action. Not bad. Yeah, I like chicken pesto a lot. It sounds surprising, right? I don't like vegetables, but I like chicken pesto. It's really good. Well, that's like more of a seasoning than, than like a. Than like I a guess, but it's like a lot. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's like oregano or something. Okay, so for my final item. Or items, I would want a set of fifty-pound dumbbells. <laughs> the pump is real, right? So I can try and stay healthy during these tough, dark times because I can't be in the gym every day like I was. I'm I've gone two days now not going to the gym, and I just feel fat and chunk. So. Fifty is that your word chonk with an A in it? So it's a set cronk like uh, Emperor's New Groove. No, <laughs> no, you gotta listen to part of my take. I'm telling you. You said that about Gigi too. You said chonk. And I'm yeah, like, she chonk. She chonk because it's not. It's a cross between thick and chunky. So you're saying you feel thick? <laughs> no, no. No, it's a cross between thick and and chubby. <laughs> it's like if thick, chubby, and pudgy were one word, it'd be chunk. You're the master of three, aren't you, kid? I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come up with. It. I didn't come up with it. But chunk set of fifty-pound dumbbells. That's what I would want. And that wraps up this week's starting five. You guys all stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Don't be a Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week here in Section 312. You guys can follow us on social media at Section 312 Show. Go check us out, Section312.com. We are an affiliate of the Midwest Sports Network. You can follow them at MWSN.net. Or go subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Until next week, this is Section 312.